As a small business owner, have you ever felt overwhelmed by the pressure of choosing the right hire or leading a team? Or have you ever found yourself tolerating a bad hire because you fear trying and failing again as you repeat the hiring process? If so, you're not alone and you are in the right place. Welcome to the Growing Your Team podcast. The Growing Your Team podcast teaches business owners like you to expand your unique business by teaching you to master the hiring and team management process. Hiring and managing a team does not have to be a challenge. You just have to learn to do it right. And the Growing Your Team podcast teaches you how to become a confident leader who hires right every single time. Now, let's jump into the show where each episode, you will learn tips on how to identify what type of help you need on your team, how to source amazing candidates, how to conduct interviews that lead you to your idea team member, how to onboard successfully, and how to lead every person in your business so you have a team of rock stars who you are happy to pay every single paycheck. So let's jump in and teach you how to hire like a pro. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. So did you hear the difference? We have a brand new intro to the show. This is something I've been wanting to do for a while, change things up, update things, and I finally told myself, it's time. We're at 150 episodes and it was time to do something new, do something different, and just change things up so you're not listening to the same thing over and over and over again. So I hope you like the new intro and the new music that goes along with it. So for today's episode, I want to talk about something that I had a conversation with a client recently. And it's something I've talked to a few clients about in the past. So I feel like this is a very important topic. This is one of those things I feel like always happens. I come into the recording studio planning to talk about one thing for the episode. And then I'm like, okay, I had this conversation with a client today. If my client has these questions, other people probably have these questions too. So my original plan gets thrown out the window of what we're going to talk about. And I talk about what is what is timely with my clients right now. And this is something that I feel like a lot of people are taking this huge risk throughout the hiring process. And you need to decide if the risk is really worth the reward. And what am I talking about? I am talking about looking at candidates' social media profiles when deciding if they are someone you A, want to interview, and B, want to hire. So we're going to talk about why this is risky, why it might or might not be in your favor to do it, and how you can do it effectively if it's something that you want to do. So let's start off jumping right in, talking about why it is risky to look at people's social media profiles. But real quick before we do that, I want to set some clarification. So when we talk about social media profiles, when it comes to hiring, we're talking about all social media profiles, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, 
whatever ones I am currently blinking on right now, because I feel like there's new ones coming up every day. While LinkedIn is included in there for a social media profile, most people use LinkedIn for business purposes. So LinkedIn, we're not really gonna classify as part of this conversation. I feel that looking at LinkedIn is completely different than looking at someone else, someone's different social media account. Because like I said, most people are using LinkedIn for business purposes. They're listing their job information, their employment history right there. Most people's posts have to do with business. So that platform is a completely different conversation. So you can keep looking at LinkedIn if that is what you are doing. We're talking about the other social media profiles, the ones people are really using for their personal enjoyment. All right, so now that we got that out of the way, let's start talking about why it is risky to look at social media profiles. And the biggest reason that this is risky and why us at Growing Your Team do not make looking at social media profiles a part of the hiring process that we do for clients and we advise our clients typically against it is that it leads you at risk for discrimination lawsuits. And why does it do this? Why are you putting yourself such at or why are you putting yourself at a risk? And this is because of the Civil Rights Act. And this act says that you cannot discriminate against protected classifications. And the law goes on to say it doesn't matter how you learn about this information about a candidate, you can't use it in your hiring decision. So you can't make decisions based on race, color, national origin, religion, gender, disability, sexual orientation, age, anything like that. Those are protected classes. And when you look at social media, when you look at someone's profile, all of a sudden you can be given all this information about a candidate that then you can either consciously or subconsciously make decisions on. And like I just said there, like you might not consciously making be making a decision on the fact that, oh, I don't want to hire this woman because I see that she has children. But you could be starting to think that in the back of your mind and it's swaying your decisions. And if a candidate knows that you looked at their profile and you have record that you looked at their profile because you took notes on it, they can come back and say, you discriminated against me even if that's not what you did, even if that's not why you decided not to hire them or not to give them an interview. So looking at people's social media profiles puts you at risk because you have the ability to uncover information that wasn't disclosed to you throughout the hiring process, that wasn't on a resume, that candidates didn't tell you about in an interview. So we want to make sure that we are being very, very careful when it comes to protected information. For example, one of the things I tell my clients all the time when it comes to interviews is we can't ask questions about personal lives because then we take it personal. And if they tell you that you know, they have, they have kids or it's a woman and she's expecting, I feel like I keep going back to a woman in example, but for example, you know, she's telling you she's recently married and would like to grow a family and like all this stuff. 
you could then be like, oh, well, we don't want to hire her because that might mean sometime in the future she's going to go out on maternity leave. So I always tell my clients, we're not going to ask questions about their personal lives. And if by chance the candidate brings it up in the interview, we don't dig deeper into that. We don't even really acknowledge it. We move on. We move on to the next question because we want to make sure that we don't take the conversation to any of those protected categories. And if the candidate takes it to those protective categories, that we don't continue the conversation. So, Because we can't control what the candidate says, but we can control what we say. So once that conversation is continued, we are keeping it in that protected area category. And we don't want to do that. So it's the same thing with looking at social media. We can't, don't want to lead the acquiring of information into protected categories. And when you look at people's social media profiles and their posts and their pictures and whatever they're sharing out there, you are putting yourself out there to disclose protected information. And once you see it, it's hard if a lawsuit came your way to say, I didn't make my decision based on that. So you want to protect yourself. And that is why, like I always tell my clients, don't look at the profile. You want to make sure that you're not doing anything that could put you at risk for a discrimination lawsuit. So now we know the risk, but let's talk about why people do it. And a lot of can a lot of my clients and a lot of other businesses, they look at it because they want to get that better picture of a candidate. They want to know who they are. They want to make sure that they're not bringing someone into their business that is knowingly going to cause harm to their business. So for example, maybe there's someone that's very vocal about a thing that goes against your company's core values and things like that. They want to know who is this person. So some people say it's worth the risk because I'm going to learn about a candidate. Well, one of the things you also have to ask yourself there is, are you learning things about a candidate that prove they are a good or poor worker when it comes to what matters for the role? Are you uncovering anything that proves or disproves the candidate's qualifications? Or once again, are you judging people on things that don't matter for the job? And let me give you an example here. A client I was working with years ago looked at the candidate's profiles. And one of the candidates that he was interested in had a picture of him drinking. And so my client was like, well, this person drinks. I don't want to hire him. And I said, so you're against drinking? Which I knew wasn't the case because this person, we were in a business association together. That business association would have the occasional happy hours. They would be there. It would be after work hours and they would be enjoying a drink. They drank responsibly. And they're like, and so they said, no, I'm not against drinking. I just don't want to give the wrong impression to my clients. And I don't want a partier. I don't want someone who's going to show up drunk to work or hung over to work. And I said, well, what about this picture shows that they drank and went to work 
or was out partying so late that they showed up hungover to work the next day. There's nothing. It's a person enjoying a drink. And so we talked about that a lot. And it's like we, or I guess my client in this case, started making assumptions based on one pitcher. One pitcher of this person enjoying a drink. There was nothing wrong with the pitcher. There was nothing there to say that this person was a wild partier, that this person was posting comments that made it so you knew that they were showing up to work hungover all the time or drinking before work. Nothing like that. It was one picture of them drinking alcohol. And so I had to talk my client into saying, this is not something to hold against your candidate. This does not show that they can or cannot do the job. This is seeing a snapshot in time and making up a story about a candidate versus uncovering information that proves their qualifications. And that's one thing you have to think about with social media. Social media is just sometimes snapshots in time. They don't show us everything about a candidate. Sometimes you'll look at candidates and they have lots and lots and lots of information out there. Other times, one little scroll and you've already gone back four years because they don't post much out there. Also, depending on the platform, some of the things you look at on someone's profile is not stuff they posted. It's stuff other people posted and tagged them in. And someone might not necessarily go and detag themselves or are on there enough to really see what their profile looks to someone else. And so you could be making assumptions about someone and judging someone on things that they didn't even have control over. So you have to ask yourself, is this, are you really, really learning information that is valuable to you hiring this person or not? And that's one of the things that come out then, is it ethical to look at someone's social media profile and make a decision when what you're making a decision on is not job related. And let's go back to the candidate I or the client I was talking about before with the uh, the candidate that had a picture of him drinking. Should we judge someone because they go out and have a drink or a few drinks and then get a Uber ride home on a Friday night when their job's Monday through Friday? And there's other things you're going to see. Should we judge on that when it's what they do in their personal lives? It's not what they do in their professional life. So you have to ask yourself, do you think it's ethical to judge someone's work performance on stuff that has nothing to do with their work performance? In my opinion, no. In my opinion, with most candidates, their personal life And what they do in their personal life does not impact their work performance. You also have to ask yourself the question on, okay, you you decide that it's right for you. You're going to look at it. But do you really think it's going to get you better candidates? And I don't have the name of the study and everything pulled up in front of me. So I can't give you, I'm not going to give you exact data and everything. But there's been studies that have been done 
but actually show you don't get better candidates. They did a testing in this one scenario where they uh, compared the results of hiring. So they, they uh, excuse me, the results that they looked at were retention, performance, and I think there was another area as well, but I know retention and job performance were on there. So they looked at candidates where they were judged on their social media, and then they looked at candidates that were not judged on their social media. And when it came to retention, and when it came to job performance, there was no difference in the group, right? So looking at people's social media did not produce better team members. So you have to ask yourself, if it doesn't produce better team members, then why are you putting yourself at risk? Why are you dealing with the potential ethical dilemma? Why are you putting yourself at risk for potential discrimination lawsuits if they're not, if taking those steps is not going to produce you better candidates? Right? This is why we advise not to look at social media profiles. But, and I know there's people out there that are saying, but social media is important to my work. My clients will connect with uh, my team members on social media. They'll see it on social media. It's just the nature of my business. So I have to make sure that I'm hiring someone that is going to put the best view out there for, for my business. So what do I do here? And so if you're there and you're like, this real social media really does matter because it will impact my business, their presence, a few, here are a few tips to help make sure you do it safely. First, conduct interviews first. Do not try to look someone up on social media before you ever conduct an interview. That just means you're going to disqualify people potentially for all the wrong reasons. So wait until you do your first interviews and potentially until after you do the second interviews. Two. If you are going to look up one candidate who reaches that stage of the process, look up every candidate that reaches that stage of the process. That way, it's a consistent step in your process. You're not choosing to say, ooh, well, I think I found this out or I want to find this out about a candidate. Let me look it up to see if this is true, if my gut is, is true. Three, if all you're doing is looking at social media because you want to verify past work performance, you can do that in certain background checks. So you don't need to put yourself at risk at social media. Four, when possible, delegate. You can hire a third party. You can use HR reps and everything that will help you look at that, that what's going on in social media. And a lot of times one of the benefits of doing this is they can tell you all is good, or they can tell you, nope. And they don't really need to get into that why. So you don't need to see the stuff that, that they saw, that you know a decision is being made on the right things because they're looking at the right things because that's what they're trained to do. Now, like I said, growing your team, we don't do this, but we, you, we can refer out to HR companies that could help in this area. Five, Keep it business. You're looking for things so you can make a business decision. Make sure that what you're making that business decision on is 
business related. And then lastly, you want to keep records. So you know exactly why a candidate was not hired. And this includes keeping records on things that you didn't uncover during social media. So that way, if it comes down to two candidates and your decision to go with one over the other is something completely different, there's records of why you made your decision. And that way, also when you force yourself to keep records, it forces you to really think of that why you're saying yes or no to a candidate, which then helps reduce the potential for bias, reduces the potential for discrimination. Because if you are literally going to write down, I'm not hiring this person because X, Y, Z, and then you say, can say to yourself, oh my goodness, that's a protected category, then you know you're making a decision that could put you at risk for a discrimination lawsuit. So if you must look at social media during the hiring process, follow those steps so you protect yourself. That is the biggest thing. Protect yourself. The best way to protect yourself is to remove social media from your process. It is not needed. But if you must do it, take the steps to protect yourself. So if by chance a candidate decides to sue you, you have all your T's crossed and your I's dotted so that way you can prove why you did not select that candidate and hopefully things go away quickly and in your favor. So once again, our advice, keep social media out of the process. But if you must do it, do it right so you protect yourself. And if you need help with your hiring process so you can make decisions, the right decisions about candidates without having to look at their social media profile, then let's talk. Schedule a call with me so we can talk about what's going on in your hiring process, where you might need to change things up so you can get the right, the right candidates into the process and make the right decisions and evaluate candidates on the right criteria so you can hire like a pro and you can get the right people on your team. So if you're ready to talk, go on over to growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart, jumpstart being all one word, and schedule a time with me so we can talk about your hiring process and how growing your team can make it better so you hire right every single time.